What is going on, good people? It is your man here, Hendo, and this is Intentional Grounding on the Road Pod, along with my co-host, Bradney. How you doing today, B? Not great, if I'm being honest, but it's another day. What the problem is? I gotta start working soon. <laughs> I don't like it. That is always the problem. I worked for, for a little over an hour today. And it felt awful. It took, it took <laughs> everything out of you. It did. It did. I told you I was woken from a nap. Just in time to stream. An so, hour yeah. earlier at that. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, so that I gives us who, even more time. I don't know who did that. Um, You don't know who suggested 5 p.m.? Well, I know who suggested 5 p.m. That was you. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, nope. you didn't. You didn't text me and say five or six, right? That's I was, I was, that's I was, I was, most times. That is looking for your that availability. That's looking for your availability, sir. You know, goddamn well, my availability is all the time until Monday. You were working today for an hour. Yeah, and I told you when that hour was, and it was nowhere Thank near you. five or six. Okay, so listen, I think I've narrowed it down. To an actual schedule for this show. Nice. It is going to be twice a week. Two times. I just haven't nailed down the days. Jesus Christ. Okay, so you know <laughs> nothing, nothing even remotely resembling a schedule for this show is what you're saying. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. Thank okay. Humanity. I don't know. I, I fear that won't happen. Uh you know, work work is an eternal thing. Yeah. For some. For some. Um, okay. I'm going to narrow it down to Fridays. Uh-huh. And let's go with two month month Tuesdays. <laughs> Cuz you got cuz I'm thinking stream Sunday, coach a show Monday. Why don't you just cancel the show? You sound like you you just you really don't want to do it. I actually like doing the show, bro. It's okay. just Okay. It's, like I said, it's just finding topics, and and fortunately enough, we have been blessed with some topics for today. Yeah. If it was topics, I wouldn't have a problem going every day. Who's the co-host going to be? It's going to be random. Random. Yeah, I mean, who's who? Right. Whomever is available, or I'll just do it. So right. you 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 heard it here first, and you sign up at patreon.com forward slash rog to that Howard County tier, and you're going to be co-hosting intentional grounding two times a week, and it may be more once the season starts. Okay, like I said, it because there's not so much news, and I just don't want to be repetitive, just spewing out just the same nonsense over and over, even there though we it do is. it. There it is. You got a volunteer already. What up, Davon? Hey, what's going on? I was going to ask him anyway to come on today, but I figured since it was a little bit early, he still. Why be in the hell did you ask me that? You were already confirmed, sir. You act like there cannot be more than one host on a show. This is a two-person show. It's thirty minutes. You don't have enough time for three opinions. Whoa! I did. I told you thirty minutes the other day, and I stuck to my word. I did not say thirty <laughs> no, minutes today. No, uh, no, 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 no. The people no, listening, the people, the we're people not said, doing that. The people said wow. they, they felt they felt cheated. The people said they wow. felt cheated. What's going on, Danity? Wow, that's right. This is, this is incredible. 
cousin Davon mm-hmm. and finally called the show. What's mm-hmm. going on, my man? Listen, yeah. when Davon when Davon becomes available, he'll come on the show as well, along with Bazel. Listen, there's another there's another conference at six, so gots to go. Thank you, Davon. First of all, if there were a conference at six, you would have told me I can't do it at six. Oh, oh, because... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do you want to see it? No, nah, I'm good. Bro. It's on. It's on my calendar right here. Good. So we got till five fifty five. No, we don't. I got to get ready. You should have already been ready. Why would stay I ready so you ready? stay ready so you ain't got to get ready. You know what? That's that's great future advice, but it, I don't have time to implement that today. So we got we got a tight thirty, and we out. Make tight thirty, maybe forty five. You know, there's a fifteen minute window for everything. <laughs> do not know that. Where are you? Where do you come up with these things? It just comes on the fly, you know. Cause I remember you like uh, uh, lecturing everybody, like, "Yo, if you if you're supposed to be somewhere at five, and and, and it's four forty-five, <laughs> you know, you you late." But now it's fifteen minute windows just flying all over the place, and it's all good. That's military me. No, that was no, no. Because what it what it sounds like is we supposed to do this five to five thirty. So if we're not done at five fifteen, we late. We over. It depends upon the people. This is for the people. So it depends upon the people. If the people want to go longer than 30 minutes, we go longer than 30 minutes. Hey, you know. hey Damon, first of all, don't don't try to besmirch my tavern, all right? I don't have a name for it yet. <laughs> I will. Uh, my tavern is, is, is blowing up right now. I just opened up a room to rent overnight. People are loving it. Uh, I got to get some decorations up in there. People aren't really loving it the last couple of days. But it's, it's doing great so far. <laughs> no, it's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking okay. about the Devolver Direct. At 6 p.m. That's, that's it. No, I know you don't know what I'm talking about. I'm not going to elaborate, all right? Because we got to get rolling because we are out of here at 530. Is that is that work-related? 22 minutes, sir. Is that work-related? 22 minutes. Oh, okay. So it's not work-related. All right. All right. Well, I mean, you know, is Old Man Gamers back? Is it? Is it? I'm asking you because y'all y'all seem to have a lot of opinions on that. I mean, you are in charge of old man gaming, so I'm you not know. In let us charge listen, of exclusive, gamers. exclusive, listen, right listen, here, listen, right here, listen, right now. I'm not in charge of anything. Okay, That's, that is true. Let me ask Jose where he at. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to argue it now. Not after what I just said. I mean, that's true. You can't argue. But listen, on a serious note, I want to. Uh, Shout out to all the people in Northeast sector of America. Listen, the air quality outside is really bad. I went outside. It's no joke. And Canada as well. Can't forget Canada. So make sure you be you safe. You the actual fires? Yeah. You so make sure like to- David, <laughs> David Guetta. Uh, <laughs> and there's this little shout out that he did after, after George Floyd. That's what you sound like right now. No. Uh, also Just make America sure too. make sure that you all are safe. And if you don't have to go outside, please don't. And if you see elderly people, make sure they need some assistance. You give them some assistance because it is terrible. Like me, it is. Oh yeah, I know. I know. It's terrible. it's bad. It's bad here too. Is it air quality? Oh yeah, yeah every yeah. single day. And you know what? That's it, it's not affecting me though because you know you and I we practice that stay at home life every day. All right. We like like you said before though, Facts. right? If you, if you if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready, and that's where it's coming into play for me. Yeah, get ready. So, trendy, trendy, trendy. All right, let's get the show started. Um, I got a question. I have one question for you. What's up? You don't seem uh, enthused about the question I have to ask. What's going on? You ready for the yes. question I have? 
Jibbrain, what do you want to do tonight? The same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world. <laughs> it's one of the greatest cartoons of all time. Yes, and I do mean that. Take over the YouTube world. That's what we're going to yes. do. What's going on, Brandon? Thank you for dropping by. What's up? What's up, E? Appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> bad air. Number outside. Raven Ron's in the house. What's, What's up? up, Ron? And congrats, Ron. Yes, indeed. Congrats on finally getting out. You're a civilian now. Welcome <laughs> to that civilian life. But you still got to be early, though. Um, Don't listen to that bullshit, man. You, you show up when you want to show up, man. <laughs> I mean, this is true. You don't have to show up early anymore. You don't have to be yelling in your ear. Um, let's get started with this news. I, you know, I know people saw the the thumbnail and were like, "Oh, some exciting news for the Baltimore Ravens." Quite possibly. It all depends on how things go. Um, I know in the past I've been a little bit hard on the Ravens for moves made and not made, but I, it appears I won't say that they are. It appears that they are out here trying to make. <laughs> they try to do some different things now just a few minutes ago i believe you know news reporter uh nitro <laughs> released <the> information <laughs> that the vikings have released dalvin cooks dalvin cook so he is a seven-year pro with almost six thousand yards rushing 47 touchdowns i believe he has some durability issues but how do you feel about the Ravens going after him, even though we have J.K. Dobbins? Do you have J.K. Dobbins, though? Because uh, <laughs> got another air alert there. So, uh, no, I feel I feel very good about Baltimore potentially going after Dobbin Cook. Uh, mm-hmm. I think J.K. Dobbins doesn't want to be there. And, you know, with him being a younger back, uh, a very talented back, if they, if they wanted to, they could probably move him for a decent draft pick. Uh, Dalvin Cook, I think, is a better player right now at this point than J.K. Dobbins is, a more complete player. And I think that Baltimore should be doing everything they can. They should be all in on winning a Super Bowl right now because they have the defense in place. They've just gone out and and really, uh, for the first time, upgraded the offense. And it's going to be very difficult to keep that team together, uh, particularly on the defensive side. So I think, you know, they need to go all in right now for this season and try to get it done. Okay. I mean, I totally agree. And just off the strength of, of course, you know, Dalvin Cook went to Florida State University. I keep forgetting that, man. Like, he's so good at football. I cannot keep it in my head that he's a goddamn seminal. He's a native of Miami. So there's a possibility, it's just speculated, that he could go to Miami. And it seems to be a connection where the Denver Broncos may want to jump into the mix to try to acquire him, even though, you know, they have, what is it, Javante Williams? Javante Williams. And they just signed uh, another uh, Samaj P. Ryan uh, this offseason. They did. They did. They did. They so, do. Like, despite uh, his actual play, mm-hmm. uh, it, both in college and the NFL, the Denver Broncos do not trust Javante Williams at all to be the man on that team. I mean, just when he got started, when he just started to get rolling last year, he went out with an injury. But even before that, when he was splitting carries with Melvin Gordon, he okay. he was clearly the better back. Thanks. Uh, and they brought Melvin Gordon back again, and you know now now that he's gone, they brought in P Ryan. They just they refuse 
kind of like Baltimore. They refuse to give the better running back the lion's share of the carries and, and just let them let them go. And I don't understand it. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, I guess it's kind of a situation like J.K. Dobbins. We don't trust him enough to give him a full workload. Mm-hmm. We limit his carries. We put him in situationally. Even when he's dominating a game, they take him out. And they take him out for quarters. So, uh, I mean. And the same way they just forget that they took him out. This may be true. They're like, Lamar's running the ball, so yeah. it really doesn't matter. So, just imagine, 6,000-yard, darn near 50-touchdown running back with Lamar Jackson. What would mm-hmm. defenses do? They give up a lot of points. A whole lot of points to Baltimore's offense. Uh, now, now, look, I, I don't want to make it sound like J.K. Dobbs can't get the job done. I think he certainly can. I think he's a very, very talented player. And like I said, I'm just going off of you know his reaction following the Bengals game, his tweets that came out recently, that it just seems like he doesn't really want to be there uh, at this point. right? Now, that could all change with an extension, but you want to give a big money extension to – the the you know J.K. Dobbins when you have when your 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 coach and and uh, your team has not really fully been utilizing him right mm-hmm. so you can go and get Dalvin Cook probably uh, cheaper than what you would have to pay J.K. Dobbins and you can run him for the next couple of years and then draft another replacement. True, because even John Harbaugh, when asked the question during the press conference, he seemed to be uh, a little non-committal when it came to talking about the future J.K. Dobbins. And as we know, that position has been devalued by the NFL. So most teams, they find third, fourth, fifth-round rookies that can come in and do the job. So, yeah, you get Dalvin Cook, sign him to a two-year deal, possibly, run him into in the ground, and go into that all-in Super Bowl mode. That's how I see it. And it also ties into the next topic, as OTR Mike would say, uh 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 not so fast my friend once <laughs> there was a point in time during the offseason pretty recently that a lot of te- a lot of fans thought that we were out on the deandre hopkins but guess what as of late yesterday there's been a report uh mary cabot who is a reporter for the browns said that deshaun watson still wants deandre hopkins because they had a remarkable connection when they were in houston mm-hmm. but Josina anderson has reported that nah cleveland's like we don't need another big name wide receiver, which I was this season. I was pretty high on Cleveland coming in because I was thinking that they were going to make a move and be one of the better teams. How could you not want to add somebody opposite of Amari Cooper just to make your offense a little more explosive and actually try and win games? You went in and you paid um, Deshaun Watson two hundred and thirty million guaranteed because you want to win now. But now when it comes to getting him somebody that, you know, can play with him, somebody that can feed off Amari Cooper. Now it's like, eh, we don't. I don't think we need him. So I guess the Browns are still Browning. Well, no, they 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 did do that, right? They drafted Cedric Tillman. They traded okay. for Elijah Moore. Uh, they drafted David Bell last season. They paid David Njoku, and you know, I, and the foundation of that offense is going to continue to be Nick Chubb. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, you have a lot of execs around the league who think that DeAndre Hopkins isn't the player that he used to be. Uh, which is probably true. You know, he's on the wrong side of 30 and all that, but I think he's still a very, very good player. Uh, but it's it's all about what he's asking for. What's up, Zeke? And that's the thing. I don't know if anybody knows exactly what he is asking for. Right. So, 
it could be, you know, way too much. It could be a reasonable amount. We don't know. Uh, but that would be kind of the, the one reason that I would think that Cleveland – uh, would not want to bring him in, would not be looking to bring him in if he's asking for more than they're willing to pay, more than they think he's worth. As a franchise, recently to me, they don't seem like they have a problem with, with paying people. They just cleared, in two of two moves, they cleared, but three moves they cleared, $40 million in cap room from mm-hmm. last from the offseason. $14 million. If, you, if you're trying to, to kind of shake that narrative of a losing franchise, you want to break that loser's mentality, I say do what you have to do, just like I feel like the Baltimore Ravens should do right now. I think, and I know people are going to come back and be like, but the salary cap, the salary cap, uh, we don't want to do this. Salary cap isn't real. And the goal is to win a Super Bowl. For the past five years under John Harbaugh, EBC, with Lamar Jackson, we have not gone all in to win a Super Bowl. So why not now give him the opportunity to get as many weapons as possible? Now, I know J.K., I mean, um, Bateman might be mad. Nelson Aguilar might be relegated to the bench. Wallace Prochet and all of them would be gone. But we have a legitimate shot at winning a Super Bowl. Get anybody you can. Make the listen. Let's make it the Baltimore Dream Team. The hell, well, don't say Dream Team. That team tank. Uh, <laughs> what, the, the hell does the what's going on, Jasper? The hell does Bateman have to be mad about? He, he's been in the league for two years. He has eight hundred yards. Right now, this is where I, I say it is different for Baltimore than Cleveland. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they have Amari Cooper. They have Elijah Moore, who you've seen in the NFL. You know he can play, even though he hasn't been, you know, super productive. They know he's talented. Uh, and, and they drafted Cedric Tillman high, right? In, <laughs> in Baltimore, they have a lot of question marks. You know, Odell's a big question mark right now. Zay Flowers, obviously a question mark, although, you know, they, they did draft him high as well. But still a question there. Uh, Bateman... You know, he he he's shown flashes of ability, mm-hmm. but you know, last season he, he had a fifty three percent catch rate. Like he just he wasn't reliable. Uh, and so, if you're Baltimore, you should be looking to bring in somebody that you know uh, can, you you can count on to perform. All right. Yeah, I I mean, you know, I get it, and I understand that. And the other thing is. A lot of people are going to point to DeAndre Hopkins and his reduced productivity since he's left Houston. But some of that had to do with health. Some of it had to do with schemes. Some of it had to do with quarterback play. But for me, it's uh, it, it's a thing of if he comes to Baltimore, he's not going to be counted on as being DeAndre Hopkins of Houston where he's catching 102 balls, 1,500 yards. Mm-hmm. He'll be a piece to a puzzle, so I don't think he'll be overworked, and that'll give him an opportunity to – kind of play out the whole season if need be and like you said it really has just been uh injury like his first season in arizona i'm looking right now he had 1400 yards right uh the following season wasn't very good he played 10 games 572 yards but this past season he played in nine games and had 717 yards but they say he can't play yeah can't can't play uh that that like 717 yards through nine games is better mm-hmm. production production than Baltimore's had a wide receiver. That's the end of the sentence. So what you're saying is he had yes. better production in nine games than Rashad Bateman has had in his two seasons in the NFL. Yes. Hmm. Yes. Hmm. Which come up to about 18 games, by the way, that, that Bateman has played. Hmm. But he's supposed to be the savior. What's up, Big Reg? How you feeling? 
Now, speaking of holes and holes that need to be filled, I know that like uh, you guys are talking offense, 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 offense. But Zion Williamson story. Or... <laughs> but <laughs> but oh, I felt good about that one. The Vikings, I guess they are trying to blow up the team. They've already let go of Adam Thielen. They've let go of Dalvin Tomlinson. They just released uh, Dalvin Cook. Who else did they get rid of? Oh, they traded Zadarius Smith. So they're just doing a salary dump. And they're also, their rumors that they're also fielding calls for Daniil Hunter. Now, this is a player that I wanted. Uh, it was a year or two years ago. I think he was on the trade block because after he was injured, the Vikings were looking to let him go. Yeah. This, this, uh, this man, he's 28 years old, and he set the record in the NFL for the most sacks by his 25th birthday. Mm-hmm. And that is 54 and a half sacks, if I'm not mistaken. And I think to date, he had in year going into year eight, he had 71 sacks, mm-hmm. and that's missing a full season. So I think that he would prove well to come here, give us that pass rush that we need, kind of help out the secondary, especially with all the question marks that we have at cornerback. So to me, I know that there are reports that said Odafe Owe and uh, David Ajabo are supposed to be these super freaks that are out there battling air and opportunity and winning, but (laughs) that's not keeping in. Oh my God. They've unlocked all the, they've unlocked all the secret compartments of these, of these players. Yeah. Them trash cans are really putting up a big fight. So I think getting someone like Daniel Hunter would make an outstanding difference in, in help, especially with uh, Rock Yassin being CB2. I don't know why you always taking shots at Rocky Sin. Uh, but no, I, I absolutely agree. Daniil Hunter would be a fantastic addition uh, in Baltimore, especially when you consider they've sat by and watched Leonard Floyd sign in Baltimore. They sat by and watched Frank Clark sign in Denver. Uh, the options are. Wait a minute. Are, are wait a minute. Wait a minute. When did Frank Clark sign in Denver? A little while ago. One year deal going to the Broncos. Uh, so the, the options are, are getting a little thin. <sighs> And it feels like one of those things where, oh uh, yeah, we're we're just doing our due diligence. We're we're just we're being patient, blah, blah blah. And what you're really doing is just waiting for every pass rusher to to find a new home so that you can bring back Justin Houston and yes. get his and get his three and a half sacks and his seven. Oh damn, he almost had that one. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I, I do want to mention you said that you know, Owe and Ojabo have been impressing in camp, and this is. This is a great part of the year because mm-hmm. right around this time, you know, May and June, uh, there are zero bad players in the NFL. Every single player in the NFL looks phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You know, they're talking about Terrace Marshall being wide receiver one again. They talked about that last year too. I mean, how great he looked. Remember, remember James Prochet? Remember the summer of Prochet? <laughs> Fun times, no, right? We ain't gonna do that. No. Remember, remember when Shamar Bridges. Had a hundred yards in that one game. They still talk about Shamar Bridges right yeah. to this day. And then and then has not played an NFL snap. Yeah, there's no bad players at this point. Uh, but I think that we can be reasonably certain based on what we've seen previously that always oh, a bad player, at least right now. Uh, David Ajabo, I've never been super high on David Ajabo, but that can't be your plan. Like even if he comes through, mm-hmm. that can't be your plan for a team that's trying to win a Super Bowl. But I've heard that because he's best friends with Odafe Owe, that's going to make him better. He's got the key to his heart. Yeah, I don't. I don't care. <laughs> I don't, I don't friends care. to the end. Yeah, you know who? You know who we're best friends to? I don't know who? if you know this. 
uh, Cam Newton, Kelvin Benjamin. Kelvin Benjamin didn't start working hard <laughs> because he fact. was friends with Cam. That is a fact. In fact, yeah. in fact, he kept on being lazy and then blamed Cam for it. That is a fact. But you know, they said they also said, um, speaking to TMJ, they put out articles, and this just really shocked me. They put out articles saying how impressive Devin Duvernay is looking. Yeah. Probably going up against Rock Yassin. <laughs> no, it's gotta be like that. You know, Rock Yassin's better than your boy Marcus Peters, right? I don't, I don't I'm not gonna agree with that, sir. One of them's employed, and the other one is uh, you know, on the streets. One is employed and one is weighing options. That's why oh, when you're when which, you are which options are those, Hendo? When you're a decent player, you're weighing out. Uh, he's sitting back chilling. Which, which options are those? Who's he who's he talking to? He's he's waiting to decide if he wants to I go remember, to the Raiders. I remember I remember one time he his agent tried to float out there that the Raiders might want him and they was like nah son. He's waiting on on camp. Oh, okay. And once the Raider, the Ravens see how bad their cornerbacks look, because speaking of their cornerbacks, both of their fourth round picks, Jalen Armour Davis and Pepe Williams. I don't know if they're trying to force them out, but I think that the Ravens have finally realized they're not good. So, so the Ravens, you know, I know that they had 11 picks and everybody was just so ecstatic about that a plus 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 draft. Now you have two fourth round picks that we could have used to trade up to get a wide receiver that, Probably aren't going to be with the team in the next year or two. <laughs> They'll still be there. They got they on the they on those sweet sweet rookie deals. All right, they ain't getting rid of them. Uh, what about Kai? What about Kelly? Caillou Blue Kelly. Kelly. What about him? Hey, I, I heard he had a good. I heard he had a good game against Jordan Addison in college. Boom! There it is. So he's got to be it. He's it he. Listen, Caillou Blue Kelly is this year's Shamar Bridges. He's this year's project. That no, he's not. He was drafted. I mean, you know what I mean. Everybody just has this perspective. He's, the, he's this year's Jalen Armour Davis and Pepe Williams is what he is. <laughs> I told listen, I told somebody that he was this he was this year's Sean Wade. And and they were like, impossible. But that's not what they were saying when Sean Wade got drafted. I remember when Sean Wade got drafted. I'm not calling out any names, but I remember, oh, if you saw his tape, he was just a shutdown. He's not, like, not last year, year before, though. Year right. before. Don't, don't, they switched his positions, you know what I'm saying? When he was at the other position, he was killing. He should have been a first-round pick. My man took like five steps towards the center of the field, forgot how to play football. But you look back at the year before, and he was killing it. <laughs> What's up, see how that no man. What, 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 who's his boy? Who's his boy? We trash. We're not trashing anybody. I've said this time and time again. Stop placing so much responsibility on rookies. If you are actually in a win mode now and you're trying to go to a Super Bowl, stop putting the weight of this franchise on first and second year players, especially some of them that have been coming off of injuries. You expect them to go from injured to all pro. And it's not going to happen. I don't care how well you think they are or what position you think they're supposed to be drafted in. Listen, y'all keep saying, well, David Ajabo was possibly a top 10 pick. Possibly he was. No, he wasn't. I know he wasn't. But possibly he was. But he's not the same player that he was. He is coming off an injury. And people have setbacks. Sean Wade was supposed to have been a first-round pick. But he decided to go back to college and got exposed. That's all I'm saying. Stop putting all of this on these rookies. And we wasted two fourth-round picks on some rookies that the team just doesn't seem to trust any longer. And see, uh, saying that five steps is crucial. Yeah, yeah, no. I know it's a different position and blah, blah, blah. But 
he got roasted by everybody when he went inside, and he's not on the NFL team now. He's done. Yeah, he couldn't even go to the supposedly defensive guru in Belichick and make a roster. I mean, they lost J.C. Jackson, and they didn't keep him. So that tells you the talent of level that he played at. And, and it's starting to become a line, a succession, when it comes to the Baltimore Ravens and the cornerbacks that they're drafting. Because year after year, we keep having to replace cornerback, cornerback, cornerback. We draft five, six cornerbacks, then we get three or four more in free agency. But year after year, we got to keep going back and getting more. So I hope Caillou Blue Kelly works out. I hope he comes in and is that CB2 that we need. Because Rock Yassin ain't it. Listen, I'm not being disrespectful. Listen, I like him, but watching tape on him, he gets a lot. He gets a lot of passes completed on him, a lot. <laughs> Every step, that man was a year. <laughs> what was that? What was that movie? Oh, uh, Kill Bill. When she did the heart punch thing, and was like, "As hey, you do the heart punch, you take five steps, you die." That was him. Every step he took, that was of his career. And he that just crumbled. All the disrespectful people. And he just crumbled and faded. All right. What do you mean? So now, now we'll take a look at the office. <laughs> what you mean? It's 531. What you mean? No, we, got, we still got topics. We can take a look at the office. It line. is 531. We're we over 30 minutes. You should have spent the first 10 minutes just talking about nonsense. You shouldn't have spent the first 10 minutes talking about nonsense. You're the host of this goddamn show. All right. Listen, I'm yeah, just no. sitting here. I'm I'm just following your lead. All right. Okay, well, follow my lead till the end then. Nah, that's yeah, this is the end. This is no, the it's end. Not, it's it's 30 end. minutes and 35 seconds now. So you, you you paying overtime today? Yes, I am. So I'll give you okay, I'll lying. I'll give you I'll give you loyalty okay, points. I will give lying. you some loyalty points. Lying. I'll give you loyalty points. All right. How about that? You get some loyalty points. Lies. Oh, Raven Ron. I'm not even that bad, Raven Ron. I'm not gonna call this kid. I'm not gonna call this kid the second coming of Frank Walker. That's not nice. No, it, nobody's Frank Walker, but Frank Walker. Yeah, see on that. We got a thousand wide receivers at camp. So one more wouldn't hurt. DeAndre Hopkins, it wouldn't hurt. But let's get to the offensive line. Um, the bottom the Ravens have tried out Daniel Faalele at guard. Because, like Coach Evans said, he just doesn't have the feet to play tackle. He's a big dude. Granted, and like Jose said yesterday, I saw him in practice. Like, yeah, but just because you're big doesn't mean you can play. Size is not a skill, as you guys always tell us. Um, also, Ben Cleveland's being tried out at right tackle. My thing is, if you didn't work, I mean, if you didn't work out at guard, which is supposed to be an easy position to play, how are you going to work out at right tackle? And is, does that does that say anything about the faith that they have in Morgan Moses? He didn't not work out at guard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't. He hasn't really played it, right? Um, no, but I think I think what you said at the end there is what what it is. They don't have faith in Morgan Moses, but Eric DaCosta, for some reason thinks that it's unnecessary to go after tackles. Like every year they've been there, they've had an issue at one of the tackles positions, and they just treat it like it's hey whatever you know, it's like like it's getting another fullback, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they should like it, it's no big deal at all. Just we'll get whatever's left over in free agency, and 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 we'll be good. And they're never good, right? So it's kind of like the edge position where they wait for all the good players to get signed and kind of get the scraps, and then everybody's like, "Oh, we just resigned so and so." No, nope, nobody else wanted them. 
And I guess that kind of fits with Marcus Peters as well. Does it? Because they already signed his replacement. But I mean, his name know. is Rocky Sin. He's your cornerback too. You should probably get used to it. Marcus Peters is coming back, bro. I'm keeping the faith. Okay. He's going to be yeah, how much? How much faith? How much faith do you have? Because you're keeping the faith for Marcus Peters. You're keeping the faith for Dalvin Cook. You're keeping the faith for DeAndre Hopkins. Which one of those do you actually want to work out? All of them. Which one I'm of greedy. those do you actually want to work out? Because you ain't getting all three. <laughs> if I had a choice, Marcus Peters is last. I know. All right, he, if I, yeah, he is. If I had a choice, I'd go for Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook DeAndre. Mm. I mean, listen, Dalvin Cook can catch the ball. So can like, DeAndre. I mean, he can, better than Dalvin. <laughs> he, in fact, <laughs> and further fact. away from the quarterback than Dalvin too. Facts, but I'm just thinking about how just the speed alone. And his 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 tackle breaking ability is what impresses me most about Dalvin Cook. The kid breaks tackles, and he has a gear, unfortunately, that J.K. Dobbins doesn't have. Well, look, I don't know. I mean, you have J.K. Dobbins, right? Mm-hmm. Who is a, who is a very talented player. So I would go after DeAndre Hopkins, and worst case scenario, you tell J.K. you got to deal with it. It is what it is. I mean, he already wants out, so it won't hurt his feelings anymore. You can't make him any madder, so I say go after Dalvin Cook. And you still got Gus Edwards, you know, okay. He's hurt, right. He's hurt right. He's hurt right now. Oh, he gonna be. I, I like Gus Edwards. I know you like Gus Edwards. Why is the question? He does his job. He doesn't complain. Oh, he doesn't show wow. That's all I ask for. He, does, does, he does the job of a backup running back. Nice, right? That's what he does. That worth that worth three million. I mean, we're a team that has two fullbacks. That was a yes or no question, sir. We're a team that has two fullbacks. We paid we paid a fullback seven million. We paid a fullback seven million dollars. That was a yes or no question. We played an we paid an injured tight end that never came back to the team seven million dollars. He did come back. He just didn't come back well. He did come back and then got cut. Yeah. I mean, he had so, a pretty devastating injury. Right. Don't pay him. He wasn't that good to begin with. So why not waste Why not waste $3 million to have a reliable backup back there? Because then, well, I mean, one, I don't know how reliable he is. But then you, you get to say things like, oh, man, we don't have the cap for DeAndre Hopkins. That's why you don't waste $3 million on Gus Edwards. That's we why. Have, we, we have the cap if we want it. I'm saying that wasting money on vets is what gives you the excuse, the ability I mean, to use that excuse. Okay. That's and, 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 a, and a good portion of the fan base will buy that. This is facts. Because a lot of them, a lot of the flock eats up anything that the Ravens tell them yeah. to be the gospel. So I get it. All right. Since you're pressed for time, um, moving on. You're not. Moving on. Last night, the Denver Nuggets defeated the Miami Heat yeah. 109. How? Because I told you I'm pressed for time, and you're like, no, you're not. You don't right. know my life. I do. Um, 109.94. <laughs> nah. Order has been restored. I know that the Miami Heat fans, for that one night, they played their little hearts out, and all the well, fans came. Little hearts. I'm sorry. It's not even them. It's, it's their fans. You know, all the fans came out the woodwork. They went and hiding. They were in the gutters, like, uh, what's the clown from It? Wow. You yeah, they were Pennywise. Pennywise. They were all looking out the gutter, 
had nothing to say. The Heat win. Now everybody springs into action and they just yap, 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 yap it up. I haven't seen a lot of their fans today. They've been they went MIA once again. Well, it was it was a pretty it was a pretty amazing game, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh there were two triple doubles and not one from that superstar down south. Two 30 point triple doubles. Two 30 point triple doubles. The only 30 2010 performance in finals history, but uh, none of that was attached to Jimmy's name. But I will say so. My question no, my question to you is do you feel like the Miami Heat are in trouble? Because Jimmy Butler has had an up and down playoffs. He's had some brilliant games. He's had some games that they disappeared. Last night he had 28 points and they still lost by double digits. So, do you think they're in trouble? I mean, for me to say in trouble would would kind of insinuate that I thought they had a chance to win to begin with. I thought that they were going to lose in five, and I think I still think they're going to lose in five. Uh, yeah, I mean, I had them losing in four, but you know, the refs the refs made it refs made it a five game series. I get it. I guess you got to keep it going. I'm not mad because that gives us something else to watch. Because once this is done, what are we relegated to? Highlights, YouTube, which is probably a good thing because then they can watch our content. Raven Ron says that superstar Hemi Buckets is going to win three straight. Would I, and and listen, I, I know how I know how you get down, Ron. So this is a very serious, <laughs> serious question. Would you like to bet on that? Thanks. Thanks. Put that money where that mouth is. Do you really believe he can win three straight? This is the same guy that lost three straight to Boston. Hey, hey, hey. But he won three straight against Boston. <laughs> <All right. laughs> they, they suck. They suck. And that coach is horrible. You think uh, it's going six, no. Zeke? I mean, six would be good. Okay. Well, you know, once we get into the Discord, we'll, we'll, we'll hash some things out. I don't believe you. Don't I don't. Be- I don't believe that you're going to bet that they win the next three. Uh, see, and I think I. Uh, okay, so I think that's part of the problem. Some teams don't learn from others' past mistakes. The reason Boston lost to Miami because my, Boston was clearly the better team. The reason that they lost was because they kept shooting threes and they weren't hitting them. I think that Miami is just shooting too many threes. Jimmy doesn't need a three pointer, as he showed last night. He can get to the bucket and score when he wants to. I'm not going to say it will, but there are times in certain matchups, especially when they switch Jamal Murray onto him, like he can get to the bucket and score. He doesn't need to shoot threes. Listen, I'll keep taking two, keep taking two, because Denver at times they go cold, and that's when you take advantage of it. Uh, Michael Porter Jr., I don't know who drugged him because he just one for seven from the field, two points. Like they, all his confidence is done. I don't know. If he got baby mama issues, I don't know what's going on with that kid, wow. but he got something's on his mind, and it's not the finals. He's not playing like he wants to win a title. Like, I don't understand. So, yeah, Jimmy Butler, he's just not it. He's not a superstar. He's just a star. No, and he, he he's coming up on 34 very soon, and I don't know why people think you can just add stuff to your game. Like he was, he was a decent three point shooter this year. Not great, but you know, decent. But you can't just wake up one day and be like, "I'm gonna be a three point shooter." Sure. That takes a long time to develop that skill. Okay. Well, how long does it take to develop free throw shooting? Because Aaron Gordon, my God. Listen, some people just can't do it. Look, I I know that that you know people love to say, "Hey, just work hard and." 
practice and blah, blah, blah. Like, there are some things that some people just can't do. Like, this is the way it is. It doesn't matter how, how, how long Aaron Gordon works on it. He's just not going to be a good free throw shooter. Okay. This is what it is. I mean, if you if you practice and just you know muscle memory, yeah, that's why emotion. that's that's why everybody's faster than Usain Bolt, right? Because just working hard. Well, see, first of all, them twitch five, but them twitch much twitch muscles. That's a little bit different than shooting a free throw. Okay, standing in the same spot repetitively shooting, okay. different. It's not just a physical thing, though. I mean, it's not, I, and I know a lot of it's mental. Like, I just don't know what happened to him. What's going on, Coach? See, What's and the reason coach? one of the reasons I mess with Coach, Coach is a realistic Miami Heat fan. You know, they win, he's happy. They lose, he's like, I expected it. Like, he's not mm-hmm. overboard. Like, some people saying, bam, out of bio is going to be the MVP, the finals MVP and the defensive stopper. He's going to shut Jokic down and stop him from scoring 20 points. Has he come close to stopping him from scoring 20, Brodney? No, not not even a little I mean, bit. Not a little uh, bit. It's, it's really weird because we had talked about it and, and said that, you know, you know, Bam's not even playing poorly, per se. You know, he's out there, he's scoring his points because he knows that he can't stop Jokic. Right. right? And, and the person who said that, I mean, I just don't know where their head was at. Um, <laughs> you know who said it. I, uh, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe I know. Maybe, the, maybe, maybe I don't. You know who said it. The Wonderkin. <laughs> It's it's a shout out Nitro. <laughs> it was a it was a phenomenal prediction, and it was no chance of it coming true. Is that why Nitro don't come in here? Because you know he's kind of got his kind of got his he kind of keep low, got his head down a little bit. Like mm, I, you know, I, I I I wrote a check that my team can't cash. <laughs> I don't even think that's his team. No, I don't think that's really his real team. But he's been he's been he's been capping for him. He's been cat for him, MDT, like the heat on his team. But he has a belief in his heart that across the country, that other team is going to win in six. I swear you said win in five, but I could be mistaken about that. Mm-hmm. All right. Next topic. Oh, we coming to the end. Man. Yeah, no kidding. We're way over. We are. So this next topic should be close to Brady's heart. Um, I don't really have much- accountability in here. I'm sorry. I don't have much knowledge on this on this next topic, so I'm going to let Brody handle this. Wow. wow. So you're going to keep me late and then put the whole topic on me? Fine. I will give my input. Wow. I will give you my input as it? much as much as much as I can. So, um also in NBA news, yesterday the Phoenix Suns have discussed and released Chris Paul. Oh, and there has been speculation. There's been speculation. So, so goddamn much, man. Like what are you what are you doing right now? LeBron James. So LeBron James. So back way back in like 2010 or so. 20, 20 okay. 23. Well, no, well, I'm 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 setting this, I'm setting the stage for the story. So back in 2000 and whatever it was, six, seven, 2006 or seven with the Redeem team, LeBron James, Chris Boss, Dwayne Wade, Chris Paul, all of them were on the same team. They got to bond together, they became best friends, they started hanging out, them and their spouses doing a bunch of stuff. And they all wanted to play together. Unfortunately, Carmelo signed a dumb deal and got stuck where he was in New York. Chris Paul did his own thing. He should have came to Miami. But now this gives LeBron an opportunity to play with one of his best friends. How do you feel about once Chris Paul is actually released, him going to L.A., not being a starter, maybe not playing a whole bunch of minutes, but actually being a Los Angeles Lincoln? He can't be any worse than D'Angelo Russell. 
yes, he can, and he is. It'd be, it'd be a waste of time and money. What do you what do you what are you even asking me right now? When was the last time you saw Chris Paul play well? He's had stretches and he's had some games. He's had some 30 when? point games and win against Denver. He had a 30 point game against Denver, I believe. Sure about that? Yes. I mean, he may have been off the next two games, but he, he gave him 30. He's still a, he's still a, 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 I guess a decent enough defender. What? <laughs> No. He's still, a, he's still a decent enough, decent enough defender. No, he isn't. He has somewhat of a jump shot. Mm. Better jump shot than D'Angelo Russell. No, he doesn't. Mm. So you're not feeling this? I don't know why you're asking me that. Like you don't know the answer. Chris Paul and Austin Reeves in the backcourt. My man scored 13 point, uh, 13.9 points a game this year, I think. 11 points and then eight points against Denver. Oh, maybe it was another series then. Oh, yeah, maybe it was. Maybe maybe it was another year, Hendo. I'm, listen, I'm just trying to help build up this Los Angeles Lakers team so LeBron can get his final year in L.A. and do something successful. Because we don't know what's happening with LeBron and Anthony Davis. I think Anthony da- – does Anthony Davis want an extension? I, I'm sure he does. I don't think he's retiring. Okay. So if he wants an extension and I'm sure Los Angeles is going to come to the table with, I'm not sure if we can, you know, he's going to get a you. extension. You think so? Absolutely. Have you, have you seen Anthony Davis's numbers? Like we, he gets, a, he gets a, he gets, a, did you see his numbers in the playoffs this year? I, I did. It was phenomenal. Yeah. He gets a lot more grief from fans on social media than is really warranted. And that's, I mean, like that's going to happen when you're really, really dramatic about things that cause you a little bit of pain. Uh, but he is a phenomenal player. He is, and he's going to get a max uh, extension, regardless. But I'm, sh- but I'm sure his injury history is going to be. I don't know why nobody's talking about the Warriors. Why are you putting that on the screen? Because it's Clyde. I was just why are you Clyde? putting that on? Why, you didn't say anything to Clyde. You just kept on talking. So why are you putting was, that on the screen? I was waiting for you to finish to say what's up, Clyde. Clyde. I was waiting for you to finish. You speaking. were you were talking. No, you were. You were you just started talking. You didn't say anything about Clyde, and you just had it up on screen. So I'm wondering, like, what what are you doing? Curry needs a backup, though, right? He does. Yeah. How do you feel does. about Chris Paul coming to Golden State? I would love it if he if he played his role on the bench. Yeah, would you? Yeah, I mean, listen, anything to get rid of Jordan Poole. I would anything get rid of Jordan Poole. I'll that, get rid of one, one has nothing to do with the other. Yeah, you know, I'm making a scenario in my head. We trade Jordan Poole, Chris Paul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Phoenix, Phoenix gets a younger guard who can play the point. Win win for everybody. And speaking of points, Damian Lillard, he um they asked Damian Lillard which two teams, if traded, you know, possible scenarios, would he want to go to? And he named the Miami Heat and for some ungodly known reason, the Brooklyn Nets. Do you think that there's a chance that Dame is actually going to leave Portland? Every single season, I say Dame is going to get traded because Portland's not it. Thanks. He's a very good player, and he wants to win. But the fact is, what he wants is to get paid and not have any expectations and have people say, man, if Dame was here, without him actually having to prove anything. So 
No, I, I won't believe he's getting traded at this point until he actually gets traded and then shows up at his new team and has a press conference and is holding his jersey. Facts. Um, but didn't they draft the guard? What is it? Scoot? Scooter? Scoot? Scoot. I mean, they have Anthony Simons. Uh, I don't know. I honestly don't remember who else they have right now. But the draft has not happened yet. Scoot Henderson is in the. That's upcoming. what I'm saying. That's that's what I'm saying. That's who that's who they're looking at. And they, they well, yeah, he's in the he's in the upcoming draft. They they yeah, are probably going to right. grab him. But they're also talking about trading that third pick. So you this never know. True. But you know, before in the past, Dame Lillard has not really talked about leaving Portland. He wanted to stay there and build a contender himself. He wanted to get the people to come to Portland and stay in one place. Now there's been a little bit more talk about him leaving, possibly teaming up with some people. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. There's always there's always been the talk about him leaving. You know, and yeah, I mean he's not saying it uh uh himself so as to not piss off fans. Mm-hmm. But that's always been out there. It's just that he doesn't want to win bad enough to actually say, trade me. True. True, true, true. Also, James Harden, he has narrowed it down to two teams. I don't know. Multiple topics here. We're at I don't know. I, yeah, we, we, we still got a couple minutes left. Um, he says he still, he wants to, he's narrowed it down to the 76ers and for some ungodly known reason, the Houston Rockets, because I don't know if the Houston Rockets want him. Well, I is mean, this, what's, is, what's really happening in Houston, right? That's that's what I'm saying. He wants to go back. Know. DeAndre Hopkins wants to go back. What's it about Houston that I'm missing? I mean, look, again, I don't know about Hopkins, but I know that James Harden don't give a damn about winning. This is facts. So, again, and there's places in the NBA where you can go, you can get your money, you can play, and people won't bother you. And Houston is one of them. Mm-hmm. Yes, Big Reg does have a channel. It's called Living Big with Big Reg on YouTube. We've said this many times, clock, clock, where have you been? Make sure you check out his content. I think he's going live later tonight, if I'm not mistaken, if, I, if I've seen it in the Discord. He's actually got something going on tonight. All right, Brownie, do you really have to go at six? Or you just choose to go at six? Why? What would be the problem with either of those? This is a half-hour show. Just ask the question. All right, fine, Brody. We've been here for 51 minutes. Fine, Brody. Fine, fine. People are here. We have now I've worked time. two hours today. I told you how bad I felt about working one hour. <laughs> okay, Brody. Let the people know where they can find you at, please. That's pretty hot, take. We'll do the show Wednesdays, 7.15 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by the Overtime Show. Also... You can find me on Ring Kings Podcast. Uh, we stream after big fights on Saturday evenings. It's a big fight this weekend. Josh Taylor and Tiafimo Lopez might mm. be streaming after that one. Not sure yet. Uh, also, Mondays on the round on the Ravens Roundup with Coach Evans, Chris Joking, Jose, OTR Mike. This dude on the other side of the screen here. That's about it. <laughs> you sure? Because there's something else going on with with us six gentlemen that you like to tell people about. You're talking about the August fourth meet and greet, the roundup meet and greet in yes, Columbia, sir. Maryland, at yes, Bus Boys and Poets. Indeed, uh, where you'll be able to meet all of the aforementioned streamers. Uh, there'll be free food, free drinks, free music. I mean, music's always free. I don't know. Why I said free in front of that. 
uh, <laughs> but there'll be uh, prizes given away. There'll be goodie bags, and just a, a, a great time had by all. Uh, the tickets are on sale now. They are limited. So if you are interested in going, make sure that you hit that eventbrite.com link and order your tickets. And bonus, on top of the wonderful time that you're going to have at uh, Bus Boys and Poets on August 4th, you're also going to get loyalty points. Yes, indeed. From both channels. Yes. Loyalty points. Both channels. So listen, you want to get those loyalty points in. I've I've seen you here hanging out with us, commenting. Why not get those extra points? Because I'm telling you, once your boy first gets in here, he's gonna to try to blow the spot up. And you're gonna to want to get that prize at the end of the month. So make sure if you can donate to the channel, it helps out. We put it right back in. Also sign up for the Patreon. You can sign up at patreon.com forward slash R-O-U-G or patreon.com forward slash lbht show hang out with us listen you had the availability or the possibility to come on stream and host a show with myself but you have to fight bazel first you do not have to fight bazel you also can get into the fantasy football league the pick'em league you can join in on the after stream because after this after all streams no matter if it's lbht my stream it really doesn't matter we hang out afterwards have a really good time, talk about life, talk about other things. So if you want to be a part of that and you have five bucks at the minimum, go ahead and sign up. Guarantee you. Also, there is actually a free trial going on. So if you go up, it's a free trial for both channels. You can come into Discord, hang out, see if you like it. If you don't, cancel. It doesn't cost you a thing. But I guarantee you, once you get in there, you're not going to want to leave. Yes. So... I'm sorry. Anything else, Brody? Before we we're ahead? done. <laughs> I guess so I have a lot of stuff to do. All right, Brody. I appreciate you. I got it. I got it. God damn it! I like the way you do business. That's right. Oh yeah, I got I got I got the conference to watch. I got a book to read. I got uh, an event to plan. And then I have a clock to watch because is this a Monday. Is this a real event or is this a the August fourth event? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant with your tavern. I thought you had some things going on with your tavern. Listen, my apologies. My, my tavern is a is a well oiled machine. I got some employees in there. They handling business. Um, August fourth, though. I mean, I'm, I'm I gotta I gotta plan that. Okay. Put everything well, together for that. All right, Brian. I appreciate you for dropping by and listen. Why why do you say that to me like you're Michael Jordan talking about Scottie Pippen's migraines? What's up, Mike? <laughs> why do you why do you do that? What this? do you what do you what are you talking about? <laughs> did, my, did Mike look up those stats yet? No. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought that was gonna be a very special episode of Open Mike with OTR Mike, but I guess Where not. Mike at? I don't see him. I don't. I don't see him either. I'm just saying, in case he watches later. In case he watches. Oh yeah, true, 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 true. Yeah, but you mean I'm, I'm talking to you like Mike in the mic. <laughs> I'm not. I appreciate you stopping by. And what's today? Thursday. I guess that means we got to have a show tomorrow. Being it's your last day. No, that was today. No, tomorrow is your last day that you have available. No, that was today. Okay, tomorrow it is. Listen. I want to thank everyone for stopping by, hanging out with us. Still 30 people in here. Hey, it's all love. And until tomorrow, 
Me and my man Brian will be here. I don't know if we'll have anything to really talk about. We'll make something up. But I'm going to let y'all guys know. I love y'all. appreciate y'all. And I'll see y'all next time.